0: Your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome aboard to another Rope Drop on Deck. I am Doug McKnight. I am here with Michelle McKnight. Michelle has been a very busy couple of weeks. Sorry for the missed episode last week, folks.
1: Yeah, Doug has been under the weather. He's still not 100%. Just something just kind of keeps nagging him. We're gonna yeah. get
0: through this though.
1: And my voice has now disappeared. So um,
0: we were supposed to record a couple days and our guest graciously. Yeah, a couple days ago. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Full sentences are hard. um But our guest graciously rescheduled <laughs> because Michelle sounded like Oscar the Grouch. My exact words.
1: Now it's a slight, I'm slightly better. Slightly. Slightly. We're getting there.
0: Um, anyway. Welcome aboard. We're going to talk about the Icon of the Seas with Lauren of Touring and Cruises, who was just on the Icon of the Seas. But first, we have to read an Apple podcast review because people have left ones, so I can stop crying myself to sleep. Thank Maybe you. Maybe
1: that's why you were sick. I don't know.
0: All the tears. Yeah. All right. So this one is called Focused, Fun,
1: and Fantastic.
0: Five stars by Eric Willey. Greetings from Livingston, Louisiana. With the wide range of cruising podcasts out there, it's nice to find one that is so focused and informative. And I'm going to interrupt and put narrative here. Focus is in all caps. And I don't know if that's meant and sarcastic because I am never focused on anything. It's because
1: Michelle. I keep you focused. That's oh, what it is.
0: Okay. Pretty all sure. right. You're taking all the credit. Yep. All right. Looking forward to hearing many more adventures. Laissez Bon Temps Raoul. I don't know if i said anything they put french at the end of it thank you louisiana i took spanish in
1: high school i took
0: french but we cared more about french culture and food than we did actually learning french so but
1: anyway thank you eric
0: yeah thanks for listening thanks for leaving the review keep leaving those five stars so that i can continue not to cry myself to sleep all right um let's introduce our guest before we go on to word of the day. Michelle, do you want to do the introduction here?
1: Sure, absolutely. So we have today we have Lauren Shields, my friend, um, and also fellow travel agent from Touring & Cruises Travel Agency. She was able to sail on the Icon of the Seas with a few other agents from Touring & Cruises, so we are excited to have
2: her on. Welcome, Yes, Lauren. thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to be here.
0: Yes, thank you very much, but just uh you've been on before? Also talking about Royal before? Uh you said yes. Disney Royal. Uh give the rope drop on deck people a little bit of your cruising background.
2: Yeah, so I think I went over this in my my other Royal one. Um first time I ever went on a cruise was with like a uh friend and her family in high school we were on Carnival. Then I didn't go on for years until we took our own kids uh on Disney. And then as I became a travel agent I started going kind of leaning into to royal just because we see a lot of families go there so i mostly do disney and royal at this point
0: yes and very experienced cruiser at this point so you can trust her with what (laughs) she says that's we're building trust
2: you can't trust doug
0: no you really can't all right anyway let's move on to the word of the day and uh this way now lauren can comment on the definition and because of the uh what we're talking about today we have a new ship out there that's a new class of ship
1: so the word okay. of the day is ship class it's two words so it's the words of the day correct okay uh, ship class is a group of ships of a similar design this is distinct from a ship type which might reflect a similarity of tonnage uh that word mm-hmm. or intended <laughs> use that's it basically it seemed like um, it's stopped in sentence in the course of building a ship of a class of ships design changes might be implemented unless you're Disney cruise line. I mean, I'm just going to slip that. In. <laughs> they don't design change. I mean, they might change a few little names, but
0: yeah, they're just like going to colors, but change the dressing, the window, the shades, but uh, yeah, that sounds accurate. I mean,
1: that's from Wikipedia. Cause I, that's, there's no definition in Webster for what? ship class. Sorry. Are you dogging on my word of the yes. day? See what I deal with Lauren? So, but, you see these more in like royal um yeah, royal and celebrity like a lot. So, well, yeah, ship
0: class. This is the Icon class, right? New class. We're, yeah, we're not just celebrating a new ship, it's a new class of ship that's what makes it so exciting. Um but first we have some news. The Cruise News brought to you by backtothemouse.com. Go check out backtothemouse.com for all your Disney Cruise Line needs. All right. So, the news this week it was really last week but i just rolled it over to this week is blue lagoon in nassau is back open so there you go that's the news i don't know if there's really anything to say about that do you guys have an opinion
1: well so is it's open but are the cruise lines going to it it
0: sounds like it yes okay we have stopped canceling because they were like legitimately closed before okay so it wasn't. That was unclear. It was unclear for a while. We just thought
1: it was like Royal and Disney didn't want to go there. No, they were closed. Okay, they were closed for a while. Mm. So, have you ever been
2: to Blue Lagoon, Lauren? Mm-mm. No, I've had clients go there and said good things about it. Yeah.
0: Michelle made me touch a dolphin there once. Yeah, you're lucky to make that? you
1: swim with it. I'm traumatized.
2: Is it that bad? It seems like that's the fun thing to do. They no, have too the
1: many teeth. They're teeth frightening. Too many teeth. And the skin is so disgusting. And I they kept, they're like, touch its tongue.
0: I'm like, I don't need to. I do enough.
2: <laughs> I think you guys are the first people I know that like did not enjoy the dolphin. She tongue.
0: liked it. She'll like I didn't it. like it. Oh, you see, we took we a picture, and that was the best part it. of it. It was all her <laughs> idea. I've never, dolphins that's are just too what, smart.
2: That's usually what clients go and do, and I've always heard positive things, but apparently yeah, you guys have a dolphin thing.
0: We're weird. Got we'll it. admit it. We, yeah. we will own it. All right.
2: On to the topic of the show
0: the icon of the seas. Lauren, you were just there, and I did reach out to um, Derek of Rope Drop Radio and Joe of Back to the Mouse uh, just right before the show and said, do you have any questions for Lauren? I thought they would come up with some great innovative questions, but I got the same one. Did it feel too big? (laughs)
2: That's funny. (sighs) Uh, No, it didn't. I didn't think. Um, They did a good job of kind of breaking the ship up until they have eight new Not all of them are new neighborhoods, but they classified them into eight neighborhoods. Um, So they kind of segregated the ship a little bit more, which was, I thought, a positive thing if you're going on there with kids, because you feel like you can kind of contain them to one section. Um, We did have one of the agents said she felt like it was a little bit chopped up compared to Oasis class ship. Um, But no, I did not feel like it was too big. If you went by any elevator banks, it was easy to find a map and figure out where you needed to go.
0: Excellent. So not to interrupt, but I have to get my gross tonnage in before we go any further. So icon of the the seas is now the world's largest ship. It surpassed the wonder of the sea. The icon of the sea is 248,336 gross tons. That means a lot, doesn't it? Yep. To nobody. Okay. So frame of reference, the wonder is two hundred and thirty-six. 1857 so we're looking at about twelve thousand gross tons bigger so that in the grand scheme of things is it that much bigger eh. um let's look at length in meters uh the icon is 364 meters long the wonder of the seas is 362 meters long so did you feel those two more meters of length Like it's bigger. (laughs) Yes. But um, everybody's word is too big. Let's look at double occupancy of the two ships. The wonder of the seas, double occupancy, 5,734. The icon 5,610, actually less because they have some bigger rooms Um, at full capacity. Wonder of the seas is 7,084. Icon though at full capacity 7,600. So it's got a higher like ceiling on max occupancy. There you go. More
1: rooms that sleep. So, four. like, yeah,
0: everybody's freaking out about it. How, oh, too big. Well, was the wonder too big? Everybody seems okay with that. This really isn't. It's bigger. 12,000. I mean, 12,000 gross tons is a lot. I mean, I have no idea how much that really is though.
1: Okay, I'm done. You guys carry on. (laughs) Michelle, ask a question. How was embarking? We know it's probably wasn't exactly what clients or what guests are going to um, discover when they board, because usually the travel agent sailings are a little different. But how was it boarding?
2: Yeah, and I did want to have that disclaimer. So this was a preview cruise specifically for travel agents and media. So the ship was not filled to capacity. Um, It's a different type of people on there not doing the normal people things it's a lot of taking pictures um so we all said it would be way more interesting to kind of go and see like where are the kids going and where are the families going because there was kids on board but not a ton um so it's a very different sailing so we should just kind of preface that but uh, embarkation was super easy I think we were not supposed to get on till noon but I think we showed up at like 11 and they let us right on we me and Annette thought so we had two rooms and uh, Annette and I thought, uh, she's the agency owner that we got some special pass. I forget what it was called because our C pass said like we had an express pass. And I thought, Ooh, what does this mean? <laughs> and it really meant nothing. I <laughs> think they put us in like a different line. We all ended up getting done with security and all that pretty much at the same time. So I have no idea what that was about. If that was special to the travel agent thing, I, I'm pretty sure it was, or they were kind of testing something out and it didn't seem to have any. <laughs> Yeah, any any impact on it, but otherwise it was uh, nice, smooth, and easy, no problems.
0: Was your room ready when you got on board, or did you have to like wait around?
2: They told us it wouldn't be, so we kind of went and got something to eat right away. Um, but they didn't have anyone on board beforehand, so we went early and it was ready, and they were already had rooms open for touring. Um, so I imagine that if we had gone to straight to rooms, I think that they they would have been open. Yeah.
0: Well, how about what kind of room class were you staying in?
2: So we had two very different rooms. So me and Annette uh, were in an infinite ocean view balcony, which was have you guys ever stayed in one, one of those rooms with the infinite windows? Yes. We did on the celebrity edge a few years ago. Yeah. So that was my first time experiencing that. It's a thing. Um yeah. I mean it's like this is perfect for Alaska. And actually it was kind of surprisingly chilly on our cruise, even as a Midwesterner, I could say that. It was like in the upper sixties. I know. She
0: moved her Midwesterner cars uh, <laughs> Well Michelle knows I,
2: I cannot handle being cold, even though I live in cold weather. <laughs> um so for our sailing it was great because like we weren't really if we were moving we probably really weren't gonna hang we didn't have time actually because we're exploring the ship to even hang out on a on a proper balcony. But basically what it is is it's like an extra alcove part of the room, so it's it's enclosed. It's not like a normal balcony where you're fully outside. And it's a big screen window. And so the top of the screen, you press a button, and, it, and the top part of the window comes down, and it lets in a big breeze. Um, I heard that on warmer ceilings, when it's really hot, it can really fog up the room. That's kind of yes. the bad part of it. Yeah. Did you Absolutely. guys experience yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I couldn't watch We'd... TV.
2: Ugh. Oh, no. That's yeah. terrible. It
1: was for me. Yes, for Doug. Yes.
2: Yeah. So that, it was cool enough. So that like, every time we opened it, it was fine. Um, It was nice that it was enclosed because the room felt bigger and we were kind of shoving things in that area, like, you know, bags and stuff. So that was kind of nice. It was an occupancy of three. I think they do fours also. We just didn't have the trundle bed that pulls out underneath the couch. And then it has the two um, uh, twin beds that, that pull up into the king. Um, and what else is I going to tell you guys about it? Oh, so I've been on the wonder of the seas with Michelle. And so this, this bathroom was a major improvement. They made the shower significantly bigger. The one on wonder of the season, it was a pretty similar room, except with a normal, um, balcony. Uh, I felt like, you could barely fit in the shower. Like you couldn't turn in the shower. Like I don't know how you shave in the shower. It was tight. So that that was fixed. There's um it's not as big as like Disney's, but it's it's I would say close. Like they had a bench that you could actually sit down. Um and you could actually like move around in the shower. So that was nice. Um they did have some weird, remind me of the wish a little bit, like very small shelving in the bathroom that like we weren't quite sure what you would put on there because it was so narrow. Um, there was good storage underneath the sink, though. The one thing I did like about the rooms is they had the mood lighting. I know Celebrity does this, too. Did you guys have that? What you yeah. There? yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of neat. So like it has like you press morning and then afternoon and evening or whatever. and It kind of dims the lights to varying degrees. And there's like an evening or sleep mode, which was nice because um, like I came in early one night because I had to get up really early to go get off the ship early. And so Annette came in and I just it left a very light little lamp on for her. So she could kind of see when she was coming in. So it was good for that. Um, I think other than that it was a pretty normal state room. Did you guys have questions about that one?
1: I don't, I don't think so. So this is a new thing Royal is doing with the infinite balcony. Um, they had a lot of them on the ship too. Yeah. And so we'll see, I'm sure it'll be in the next star, but I wonder if, if they're going to keep that going or what they'll, what, what they'll do. So yeah, that will be interesting to watch. To watch. Yeah. Um, what other type of stateroom did the other girls have?
2: So we locked out and they got the new um, family infinite ocean view balcony, uh, which was really cute and neat for family. So it can fit five or six, depending on if the, couch has a trundle bed so there's happened to be a fiver but they they we confirm that can fit six people if that if that has a trundle um and so for that one you walk in and to the left there's a little alcove of bunk beds and they kind of crisscross so they're not right on top of each other and they put um their own tvs like at the end of their bed so each kid gets their own tv And then you turn to the right, and then then when you turn to the right, it seems kind of like a normal room. It has, you know, the king bed and then the the couch and the trundle if it happens to have that. The big difference is that they made this into a split bathroom, which is very similar to what Disney does. Uh, The complaint that the agents did say, because they've sailed Disney before, is um, the room with the shower is very tight, like way tighter than Disney's. So they didn't even have room to, like do much in there other than shower and you're kind of out and maybe having to go use the other one to change and get dressed and stuff like that oh, wow yeah so that was kind of interesting um but it was just it was really cute like they have a chalkboard and and the bunk beds are themed for the kids to the Surfside neighborhood which is a new neighborhood on, on this class of ship that's geared specifically towards families um the other neat thing that the ship did um, uh, which if you have a connecting room, like let's say you're in one room and another family or whatever, you want a connecting rooms, they don't connect in the middle of the room. Like you typically see on cruise ships. What it does is they, you each have like a normal room and a normal door, but then there's a kind of like an entryway area and there's a third door. And you would lock that one. So like if the kids, so the kids can go out to the hallway cause it's locked or whatever, but they have to kind of go out of their room into this entryway and then would have to go to your room. Like if you, you know, had a different room than your kids and they, that was not the only room category that had that there was, that's kind of how all the connecting rooms were set up. So that was kind of different. Um, but otherwise they really loved it. It was, it was super cute. I'm a family of six. So that was like, we never can fit in one room on any cruise ship yeah. without it being like a huge suite, which gets too expensive. So I think it's a really nice option for families of five or six.
0: Do you want to fit in one room
2: though? That's questionable. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've got, I, I thought about that because we've gotten spoils for having to have two rooms. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I like, actually we've been pricing. We really enjoyed the ship. So I I've been pricing it out for our family and it comes out to be about the same as getting two central park rooms. And I go back and forth because I was like, it's nice to have separation from the kids. It's nice to have like two separate bathrooms. I know you have the split layout, but you still have like two toilets, two showers if you have two Mm -hmm. connecting rooms. So I think it just depends on the family, probably the ages of the kids. And it's... I like that. That was the room my kids got the most excited about, like seeing because the bunk beds are cute. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I can just watch TV. That's so neat, you know? So I <laughs> that's I what think we're that, paying for the whole cruise for, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I think that might depend on the family. If you've got older right. kids, like the bunk beds is going to be tight and the kids are bigger. And then you'd probably be less likely to want to share a room. But True. if the kids are younger, it's a nice option. Was there any other different kinds of rooms on
1: the ship compared to other ones that, that you were able to tour? I know you toured a bunch of them.
2: Yeah, uh what they they had the ultimate family suite. I don't know if you guys want to talk about that one that we see in those sure. bigger ships. Was it was it different than the Wonder? Too much? It was similar. It was it's pretty similar. Um what was different was that they had their own entryway to Surfside, which is like that, that new family neighbor I'm talking about. And then they added we did it was really windy that day. So we saw that it went out to surfside. What we missed later on that we found out is there's an actual like whole patio area there with like table tennis and chairs and stuff like that. That's private. It's like on the same level as surfside, but it's it's their own private kind of patio area that they can mm. kind of see into the neighborhood. So that was kind of neat. Um but yeah, it's the classic like loft bedroom that has like a theater for the kids well for the whole family and it has a slide it has the stairs that that make music every time you walk on them um the kids have kind of their own room with with the bunk beds and i think they each have their own tvs too and like a kid's bathroom and then the parents have like the nicer bedroom and and bathroom so um that was that was pretty similar, yeah, to what we see on other rooms. Um, The other room that was kind of interesting that I don't know that we've seen before was called a Surfside Family Suite. And that is kind of um, like an entry-level sky suite for families who want to do that. It fits four. Um, It has a convertible sofa that's in this, like, little alcove. Almost like if the balcony were extended, if it was a long balcony, it's where the – it's like they – they stopped the balcony to build this alcove. So there's some separation of the kids from the parents. It's tiny. I don't know that teenagers would be comfortable there. I'm thinking that's gotta be kids under the age of 10. Um, Cause it's just, it's tiny. Um, but that is kind of an entry level way if you want some separation for your kids and then also get some sweet perks. And it's not pricing that much different than that um, family room with the bunk beds I was talking about. So if you have a family of four, that's something to consider too. So lots of options.
1: And does that one... Nice. One more question about that one. Does that one... Ha- is that one a considered a suite then? Is it suite class with perks? Yes.
2: No? It is with perks. So the sky... Like the mid-level perks. So you get a- per- access to the uh, suite lounge and internet and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That Which was kind of interesting. Which is the only way to yes. cruise. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's, <laughs> you, a you, just, right. you just need suites. It's yeah. Just... Yeah. All right. So... Enough talks about the rooms. You guys are gonna start talking about what room codes they are and lose us yeah. all. You make yeah. fun of gross. They're tonnage, different than the you, other ships, so it's uh uh-huh. like it. psh, enough of that. Let's talk about pools, pools and slides. So I was watching a commercial, and I thought they were showing, you know, the water park on perfect day. It turns out there's their own thrill island as a neighborhood mm-hmm. on this ship. What say you, Lauren? Oh my
2: gosh. Yeah. So I, we should kind of talk about the neighborhoods a little bit. Um, but I, I know we're kind of gearing towards the pool. So like the pools are mostly found in chill Island is what they're calling it. So they're the, the names of the different neighborhoods, some of them, the newer ones anyway, kind of go with the, the different areas on Coco Cay. So chill Island has four of the seven pools. Um, that's like where lime and coconut bar is and stuff like that. They have the swim up bar. Um, they have the surf side, which is like geared towards the families that has some pools too. Um, they have the hideaway, which is the adult only area. Um, that's outside. We gave up the solarium on this ship, which is usually the adult. Oh, I know. So what know did you do
0: it. for <laughs> any of the time? Lauren?
2: I yes. had no time. I was running oh, okay. around the ship, checking everything out. Um, <laughs> So what they did to kind of fill that is there's this outdu- outdoor adult only area, but it's, it's going to be more happen than the solarium. Like there's supposed to be a DJ and stuff out there. So it's a little bit more likely. I fell asleep in the solarium. For the I know. And, so it right no,
1: and it was a good option.
2: No. And it would have been like a good sailing for that because it was cold. So, but anyway, so they did. They took away the solarium and gave us the aqua dome and they did that so that they would have to cancel, they would be less likely to have to cancel the aqua shows um, because it's a dome and it's all enclosed um, and they didn't have to worry about wind and stuff like that anymore. Uh, they still put like this whole really nice seating area behind the aqua dome. So it has a little bit of a solarium feel but you have kids running through there. So it's not, it's not private like the solarium. Um and I didn't really have time to spend out there. It looked very pretty. They had a bunch of like seating and it's the windows and, and all that. So it's it's like they were trying. Um, but yeah, they don't I don't know, but then if it's hot out, you'd want to be outside. So then the adult area would be nice. So I guess it just depends. Um, but the other what else am I missing? Oh, so it's called the hideaway. And then Thrill Island is where like the water park's out, which is kind of what you were talking about, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they call that category six. Because they had to explain this to me since I don't live in the south. But... Oh, because it's because a hurricane. Uh, yeah, and that maxes no. out at yeah. five. Five. So yeah. we are we are beyond the highest category of a hurricane on this water park. Ooh. So that's that's how that name came about.
1: Yeah, because the slides on like the Harmony when I was on it, it's the perfect storm. So oh, oh. it seems
0: risky to name I your slides after that. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah, I don't know, guys. So... We could have went a different direction.
0: Okay. Anyway. Yeah
2: yeah so we didn't no one went on the water site on the
0: ship <laughs> what i'm shocked i
2: know it's pretty common yeah yeah but they looked like they have like the dual racing ones where you're on the mats. they had the one that i don't know what that you know they basically flush you down and like the drop mm-hmm. yeah yeah like
0: raft ride where you get the zero g's it yes, all seemed
2: kind of crazy. Yeah. Too crazy for me. And it was cold, but yes, there's the, no, there's a huge water park. So that will definitely be good for the older kids. Um, but you know, the Surfside suite with the younger kids, this is kind of what we're thinking of is like, they weren't that close together. So that if you have older kids and younger kids and the younger kids really want to be more at Surfside, cause that's like the splash area. I don't know how that would work. I mean, you have to trust your older kids to behave themselves, I guess. <laughs> that's true.
0: At what age would you say you trust children to behave themselves and do that sort of thing? Oh my
2: god, that depends on That was on also the a kid. question from
0: Derek of Rope Drop Radio, um, which Joe answered and said twenty-two years old for his kids. For <laughs> so, so,
2: I mean, all my kids have different personalities, so there's some I would trust earlier on, and some right. that would be waiting a while. Yeah, yeah I think that's I a, who's the two.
0: That's a question independent of the ship you're on. I don't think that was really a – it's not really an icon question. That's a child question, right?
2: Right. And so Surfside, (laughs) like, the one thing we weren't quite expecting is it's really geared towards the younger kids, I thought. it Because they keep saying family. So there's not a ton of stuff there for, like, teens. Like, I think they would get bored. But, like, I think if you're under, like – you know, 12 and under you're probably okay. But like, that's even, that's a little bit of a stretch. I would say even for like the nine, 10, like the tween age, because it's a splash play. They said it's a big pool, but like the splash play area kind of feeds into the pool. I didn't think the pool was huge. Um, something else to know on this ship that's very different is they don't have one big pool in front of like a big screen to watch movies or anything. So that's different. It's a lot of little pools kind of scattered throughout the ship, they're all, they all look lovely. They're all like facing towards the ocean and in infinity pools and they have like the loungers and they all look wonderful, but it's, it's, you're missing that kind of central pool location uh, that you see typically on cruise ships. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Cause even with like, I like my youngest is six, almost seven. Like, I don't know. I don't know how, how much use like, I feel like she'd want to go chase off the older kids and go do the, more of the water park stuff. And, and there are more pools towards the water park stuff that are not Surfside. So there's, I think, more options there if you have older kids.
0: I think she's done with little kids, really. <laughs> I mean, yep. Um, okay, enough about the swimming.
1: What about food?
0: Let's get to what's important here.
2: Food. Is food oh my knowledge. gosh so much food this oh yes i they did amazing they added in a ton of eateries um i felt like from wonder i don't remember there being like bizarre besides like the buffet and park cafe i don't remember like was there anything else really that
1: was included um like johnny rockets for breakfast and then of course like sorrento's for pizza but no they i know that they've created some new ones for icon yes
2: so this was also a big win i thought on this ship especially when people are worried about the size that you do not have to go far to find food that's included um so on the promenade you, you have the new pearl cafe we haven't even talked about the pearl yet uh so right when you get on the ship there is this thing called the pearl it's very big it has a bunch of led lights it It's beautiful. It's like hard to describe until you actually are there. Um, but it reminded me a little bit of Spaceship Earth because it changes colors and they can do different things with it. But it's a stairway, like it's hollow on the inside. It's circular, but hollow on the inside. And and when you go up, you there's something called Pearl Cafe. There's also a bar up there. And when you walk on the ship, they put Double story windows on both sides. So um, the Royal Promenade is very different. It's very light colored. It kind of got away from the dark tones. There's a bunch of natural light coming in. You can see the sea on both sides. Because I I know that's one of the complaints is you can't see the ocean a lot on these bigger ships. They really tried to fix that. Like even when we were going through Central Parks, there's these little odd shaped weird windows. But you you look through and you can see the sea. So that was kind of neat. Um... So, yeah, you walk right into there and when you go upstairs, there's a Pearl Cafe, which just had there's like a hidden little Starbucks area in there, which costs extra. But they also had like to go snacks, which was like carrots and hummus and stuff like that. Um, there's a full fledged Starbucks in the promenade as well. Oh, the other interesting thing about it is the upstairs you can walk the whole thing like a lap um so that's kind of nice because i don't i think on the other ships it gets cut off at some point i don't remember Yeah, it's like only like a it's like a three it's like a third of a lap that you can do yeah yeah so this was nice so if you were upstairs or downstairs and wanted to get to, to something you didn't have to play that game you could just get to it um and then they still had park cafe uh which is just like your sandwiches and soups um sorrento's a loco fresh by the pool deck um Surfside, that family neighborhood, see, I think this is where my kids would really enjoy it, is they have the Surfside Eatery, and uh, which is a buffet, and then they also have something called Bites right next to it, which is just kind of a grab-and-go area. They have, like, really cute, um, they call them fruit skewers. That was really cute, just, you know, like on a kebab of fruit. Um, hot dogs, they had churros, popcorn Ooh. chicken, stuff like that. And then the eatery is, like, just a small buffet, but it's geared towards kids. They had a hot dog that had, like, mac and cheese on it, Um, animal-shaped nuggets. I thought that was interesting. Like, not dino-shaped, but animal-shaped. Couldn't tell what the animals were. But anyway, that's a good option, like – if the kids are having fun in that area and you don't want to get all the way to Windjammer to the buffet, you can just eat there. They did have a sit-down restaurant there that was closed that we didn't get to see that I, I think is a fee. And they're supposed to have like a brunch menu all day. So I, I I did not get to see that one. There were some that we didn't get a chance to see. Um my personal favorite new one was the aqua dome market um so that's also included with your cruise fair this is backed by the aqua dome so the neat thing is you can take your food it has like a cafe place to eat on the inside but if you you could just take your food to the outside and if they're practicing they'll let you watch you know them them practice for the show so that's kind of neat um or if you want to pretend it's a solarium, you could take your food there too. But um, this was really good. They had like a creperie. Uh, what else did they have there? Um, something called Toast and Garden, which was like salads and sandwiches. They had a very good Monte Cristo for those Disneyland people like me that love that sandwich. Um, they had like a mac and cheese bar, Asian food, a Mediterranean food with like fresh pitas and bowls. So it's just a good, healthy Option, like if you're kind of sick of the buffet or even just big meals, if you want something lighter, but quick and fresher, that was really good. We all really liked that one. The crepes were really good. They make them there right, right there in front of you. Um, There was one place we never ended up eating. So this is at Thrill Island by like all the water sites called Base Camp. And so I guess some of it's complimentary, which was like the hot dogs, warm pretzels and tots, but then they charge you extra for burgers like a chicken sandwich and Wisconsin cheese curds, which I thought was kind of interesting. Cause so I was like, well, maybe it's like the sandwich is extra, but they threw the cheese curds in there as like an extra cost. So yeah. Import
0: and that cheese from Wisconsin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I'm the Midwestern. I'm like, Oh, I want to try that. And everyone's like, but why, Like, why why do you want
0: that? cheese curds,
2: Why not? <laughs> right. Cheese. Sounds good.
0: Same.
2: Um, right. Yeah. So we never got to that one. Um, I don't know why it was, just, there was. I guess there was just so much going on. So that's all the included food, I think. Oh, we didn't talk buffet. Windjammer.
0: Is it just the windjammer?
2: It, yeah, okay. it was fine. It. Um, I, yeah, Go I ahead. would say the one thing I like about it is it has like everything, you know. Like I feel like they offer more than like what Disney offers. But yeah, it was a pretty normal windjammer. We thought the food was maybe a little bit better than the other windjammers we sat in, but, um, it's newer, but yeah, so. Right. So I was like, is it a new, like, do they just get fresh food today? Like, what was it just today? I don't know. Well, time will tell. But it was, um, it was fine. It was that. And main dining, we didn't talk about that either. Main dining is still the same. (laughs) main dining. Okay. (laughs) And all the specialty
1: restaurants were probably reserved for- like yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. They were there for meetings, so we didn't get to what? even like. Yeah, no you wonder were they... high enough on the ladder, Laura. No. to <laughs>
0: just get a free meal at Chops. Hard to
2: believe. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, we got spoiled on the wonder. They would let us. Giovanni's let us eat off of like. Do you remember? Yeah,
1: because
2: they, cause they the had like a bar, bar area. area, and yeah. they're like, "Okay, you can eat here." So they had like another bar area. So Giovanni's is like in the promenade, and so I was like. But it's right next to the restaurant, but there was a bar area. And I was like, so can I order food? And they're like, yeah, no. And I was like, dang. Ah. <laughs> so I did not get to any of the specialty dining. No. that was it.
0: But there is specialty dining.
2: There is. Yeah, yeah. we can go over that. Oh, the, the, mm. So, yeah, they have your normal, your Giovanni's, Chops, um, Izumi. Izumi has a new part called Izumi in the Park where you can pay a la carte for sushi and get it to go which I thought was neat. Cause I will not eat sushi, but like my husband could grab it for himself. Right. And eat it.
1: And, and Alex too, so that we don't have to eat it with him.
2: You would probably still it make it. us eat it with him, but okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 But that was, I, I don't know. I thought a nice option. Like if you didn't want to commit to a full sit down that you could get some stuff to go, um, playmakers. Cause that's, you know, depending on if you do the unlimited specialty mean that's extra. Um, they had the new one on this ship that they haven't had anywhere else. is called the Empire Supper Club. And so this is an eight-course meal. And then they play jazz music as you eat. It is $200 per person. So I don't see a ton of families go in there. It's no. a very small space, too. So I think they're just kind of trying it out to see how it goes. And I guess they're going to have set times because the the band plays like certain songs at certain courses. So there's Uh, going to be like a six o'clock time and like an eight o'clock time or something like that.
0: Kind of interested in just the music side. Right. I'm (laughs) not really an eight course meal sort of guy. No. No. I'm more playmakers. That's.
1: (laughs) Yes, you are. (sighs)
0: Yeah. If I could get the jazz music in playmakers.
2: Well, so in Central Park, they did, I don't think we got in here either. I don't, it might've been closed. They had like a jazz club that played music. Yeah. So that's, that's, that would be your place.
0: Nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I'm so. Sure lots of good music on the ship. Speaking of music. did. Let's transition to some entertainment on board. Okay. I know yeah. you went to some shows.
2: How? Ah, oh, so good. So good. So good. So this is actually like, I was in awe. Um because I, we usually tend to gravitate towards Disney because we love the shows. Like, that's the thing. You go to dinner, you go to a show. Um, and I struggle with Royal because I their shows aren't quite up to par with uh, Disney's, in my opinion. We haven't been on any of the ships where, where it had, like, grease and stuff. So I, I'm... But I've seen, like, The Wonder. Remember we walked in that show and walked out. Do you remember yep. that one? Yes. Yeah. So... Um, yeah. So th- the... They had other um, usual shows on like the bigger ship. So they had the ice rink. This was set up differently. Instead of it being a square, it's it's a circle, which was actually neat because they could do a lot of different things that I have not seen them do on the square ice rinks. Um, their show was called Starburst Elemental Beauty. And it's about the building blocks of life being the theme of the show uh mixed reviews on this one we all liked it we all agreed that it was edgy they have like this juggler that comes in it was really good but they have some interesting makeup choices that make some of the people seem a little scary um i know one of the agents ended up talking to a different travel agent she thought it was awful like their whole agency thought the show was awful (laughs) so this might just be a personal thing um, I liked that I could actually follow what the show was about, because I know we saw the seasons one on Wonder of the Season. I don't think I realized until the end that it was about four different seasons. And then I was like, wait, what was fall? So don't understand
0: it, that, Michelle?
2: It was called 365.
1: Yeah.
0: So there was a clue. It could have yeah, said there. four seasons. <laughs> That's trademarked.
1: <laughs> Too many words.
0: Different uh, travel I mean... <laughs> entity.
1: No, but I like the idea of the the circle because I just felt they were very limited. With well, they and they're
0: able do. to build up yeah. to be better. Yeah. With the, the corners are dead space. Yeah. There's no
2: corners. In yes. Office. Yes. Yeah. No, so I, I thought it was good. Um, we did not realize when the, the agents commented how many 80s songs are about science because they threw in those to kind of lighten the mood so it was less edgy. <laughs> um so that was kind of fun the big showstopper i think for everyone was wizard of oz um they actually have a live orchestra playing because i know you guys are having the music and the it's set up mm-hmm. the stage is set up that way there's like stages on each side for they said it was a 17 piece uh orchestra um and I'm not a huge Wizard of Oz person. So like when I heard it, I was like, eh. And then we showed up and they just did a great job with it. It's 90 minutes. So it's not too long for little kids. Was, we, we realized at the end there was little kids behind us and they did fine with the length of the show. They, they were very into it. They were very quiet the whole time. Um, they had a great cast, a lot of talent. They do a lot of really cool things with technology. Um, they have like these great screens behind them. They I don't want to ruin it too much. They did some neat things during like the twister um, scene where she ends up in Oz. Uh, they just did things I had never really seen at sea on a stage show. Like it, it did very much feel more like a Broadway show. Um, the quality was very good. Um, I it was, it was, I was really amazed. I felt like it was on par. If not, I would say even better than anything I've seen Disney do, even on the wish. longer. The, it's longer, but it wasn't that, it wasn't that bad. Like it it, I know
0: twice as long.
2: It did not. It really like, it kept moving. It kept moving. And they, especially at the beginning, they kind of did some things to make it kind of give it more of a modern twist. Um, and they did neat things with the light. So like there, it's not very colorful at the beginning, kind of like the movie. And then all of a sudden, you know, she's in Oz and everything's very colorful. Um, so the scenery was just really neat and very good. Um, yeah, very. Well, I couldn't recommend it enough. It was really good.
0: To keep it moving, as you say. Yes. How was the aqua show?
2: The aqua show. So it was not ready for us. So we only saw three numbers. Um, he said they had just gotten water in the pool like seven days earlier, and they were still kind of figuring out some tricks Plenty and of safety practice, issues. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, Um, one tip I will say is, uh, with all that hype about putting it in a dome and not having to cancel shows, this first show was canceled because of the, the ship moving too much. So (laughs) I had not You gotta keep
0: water in the pool.
2: Yes. Right. Like I was not, usually I tell clients like go here early and I wasn't thinking that would be an issue. And I went back and emailed them like, it's still an issue. So still like get there early so that if it gets canceled, you have another opportunity. Um, so the three numbers we did see were very good um, the interesting part was the first one it sounds kind of weird but they did this whole synchronized flashlight thing and there was like robots with flashlights it sounds not good but it was the interesting part is they ended up playing music from star wars and um pirates and I the just, royalties was... right so like for a while i'm like am i gonna? Like Disney shit, but I don't
0: know. (laughs) I mean, they could have gone Steamboat Willie for free.
2: I know. I I know. Well, no. No, no, no. No. So that was good. Then in the middle, they showed us like this whole aerial thing performance. They said it was like the first duet. So, like, it was a man and woman, and it and that was very good. And then the last part was more like your high diving and all the tricks and stuff like that. We're still trying to figure out, because there's a hole at the ceiling of the Aquadome that water comes down from. Like, are they going to jump from there at some point? Is that really just for water? We didn't see them jump from there, so we don't know the answer to that. They did not tell us. Hmm. But otherwise, the sneak peek looked very good. But, I mean, like, when are those shows ever bad? They're usually pretty good. Yeah,
0: that's... Yeah pretty entertaining no matter what so
2: yeah was the
1: seating the same like the bench style across it the it is and it filled
2: sitting. up fast um it was the only thing that was different i don't remember that being on the wonder is that like above the benches like on the outside half circle of it they had tables so, like if you got there early enough you could sit like in a really comfortable chair with like tables with a drink or whatever hmm. um but those seats went first just because they were the comfortable ones otherwise it was kind of like the They were not, they look pretty, but they were like these wooden benches that were not super comfortable.
0: It's a choice. For them? That they've made, and they're sticking with it. just
1: so they can put more people in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. As they should, I suppose. All right. One thing on the beach, because you did stop at Perfect Day, and there's something new. And that's kind of exciting. It's an adult-only area. Did you go hide away at the beach? (laughs)
2: Well, I mean, we weren't hiding because we were working, but I would have <laughs> liked to hide at the beach if I was not working. Uh, yeah, we did. It was it was really cool to see. Uh, so this is the new adults only area. Um, it's 18 plus. I, they were saying they think pricing is gonna. It is gonna cost extra. They were thinking like somewhere between 50 to 90 dollars a day, depending on the sailing and how mm-hmm. busy it is and what sailing it is. Also, the um, name
0: of it, as I set you up to say, is. What would
2: you? What did I miss? Hideaway, Hideaway Beach. Hideaway
0: Beach. Yeah, I just. I tried. I, I tried thought really you said hard. it. No, I said, did you hide away at the beach? And then you. You
2: pretty much said supposed- it.
0: To- <laughs> <laughs> It's called Hideaway Beach. Okay. Right. Sorry, I'm gonna, just, pres- I'm gonna go just into
2: the details. Here. It's surprising you-
1: that Royal took so long to have this on their beach. Disney's had this had a adult only area so for a while.
2: Yeah, 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 but this is huge. It's it's really bigger than I thought it would be. Um, take a tram to it because it's kind of far. Um, but it's like it's it's really pretty. They made it almost like kind of castaway key where like i don't know if they moved rocks or what they did or if, i doubt it was naturally like that but they made it so that the water is calm more like a lagoon um so even though it was really windy that day um but the, that beach area was pretty calm they have like huge pool areas with swim up bars and all that kind of stuff um they have cabanas they have like normal ones that are on the beach i think they can fit up to eight then they had some um that this is different than they call it like a was it like a it's a very small pool that goes right up to the cabana thank you a plunge pool you are sharing it with like two other cabanas so it's not private um but that looked really nice um they had lots of food options it's not like the club where they serve if you you can also do like the private it's not an adults only area but they have like a they call is it called beach club that you can pay extra for Coco baby, right? cocoa. Yeah. Co- club. Yep. Yeah. The beach club. So they at that one, you can bring your kids, but it's kind of more less people and you get lobster and filet mignon. This is more like the other food that you're going to find on the Island, like the, the snack, snack shack. shack. Mm-hmm. I think they had a pizza place. Um, but yeah, more typical of what you find like included on the Island. Uh, They did have a really nice big bar that has like a bunch of TV screens for the men who have to watch their sports. They had on all different sports. So that's, that's a thing. You're good. I don't know. Uh, But no, it was nice. It was really big. Uh, It's, it's gonna, I think they're playing and doing like DJ music and stuff there. So it's going to be a little bit of a party atmosphere there too.
0: Yeah. It looks fantastic. They did a nice job of building it out and it looks big enough that, you can avoid the party a little bit if you want to. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah, because there's move away from the party.
2: Okay. Yes, if you're away from the
1: bars, you're probably gonna be fine. Yeah, I like how you can see the other side of the ships from it. So, like, yes. if, if you're on like Chill Island that way. Mm-hmm. If you're you get off the ship, walk up the pier to the left would be Ch- Chill Island. To the right would be Hideaway. Just from like looking at the ships. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we got some really good. Yeah photoshop to the ship there yeah all right
0: there we go that's really all we need to talk about for perfect day we've covered
1: perfect day. Right. Covered, yeah. It yeah. right yeah. that's new still... yeah and then i know anthony um my social media i'll call him my social media director uh, my friend anthony um he has a sailing in april and he um has a pass to he bought a pass to hideaway beach so
0: we'll get a lot we'll more get... on that yeah
1: that time yeah. yeah so yeah
0: um back on the ship some yep. random thoughts and questions you must have really enjoyed it because you said earlier that you're already looking at ways to book your family was there one specific thing about the ship or just the overall shininess of it that I um, think it's great to book
2: uh, my decision was made when I sat through Wizard of Oz like I literally turned to Annette and I was like they just out Disney Disney on their show like this is I was shocked. I was really shocked because I just, I feel like the shows I've seen, I've been like, I could probably just walk out of this and be okay with it. And like, I, that that's our thing. Like with my kids, cause I got three girls, they love the shows. Like, what do we go do after dinner? Right? Like if after we, we, mm-hmm. we are dressed up and what do we go do? And I couldn't ever quite figure that out. I was like, yeah, they would love the Aqua show. They'd probably like the ice skating show, but like, I mean, it's not mouse. And I didn't think they'd sit through some of those stage shows. So um it was just so good. And that, that kind of made my decision. The the room for the family of six is huge for us, just because we don't usually get that option. And right. Will, will we do it? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe two connecting rooms. Um and I just liked it was just brighter. Like that promenade is usually so dark. Like this just didn't and it feels like a mall.
0: A nineteen nineties mall.
2: Yeah, so I, some people will still say it feels like a mall. I get it. I I thought they they moved away from that significantly, though, in my opinion. There's um, no
0: lids or Sam Goody, so I mean, is it right? A mall? No,
2: yeah, I don't know. I just and I thought there was enough for them to do. This is the first time I felt like we could be on that ship and not even get to everything, and I wouldn't run out of things for them to do. I like the idea that like if I needed a place where they were all kind of I was like you can't go anywhere we're all going to be here together like the surf sides kind of that area even though I don't know I I mean my oldest my older teens would probably I'd probably let them go but like the two younger ones I could be like we are here and we're just going to sit here for a while um it was just a nice a different nice option to have especially with my youngest still being six like I could be like we're here for a while and then, then we'll go check out the water slides or whatever so Speaking
0: of kids, we didn't say anything yeah. about the kids' clubs. Were they similar to previous kids' clubs you've seen? Just yeah. different decor?
2: Okay. Yeah, pretty much. The teen one seemed maybe a little bit bigger than normal. But no, but otherwise, it's pretty much the same. Oh, the one weird thing was the teen one is, like, they, they made it purposely, I think, like, hard to find. So that the teens could mm-hmm. feel like they were kind of going to a secret place. Because it was, like, right before... Like you have to kind of walk into, I think the theater and then it's to your door on your left, but you would miss it. Like we did. We didn't until someone was like, did you find it? And we were like, what? And we went back and found it. It's kind of this hidden little door. But that's neat for them. I think just to kind of have a place I'm where they feel hidden. Of Disney. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They are. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, the other kids clubs were all pretty much the same.
0: Well, I don't have any other questions. I'm excited about uh, the icon and the future of the star and you know the whole ship class. Not to tie the word of the day back in purposely <laughs> for you know no other reason. What type of sailings does the icon have on its agenda going forward? Where's it at? I I don't okay, care I either. Can, you answer. I, well, I've been Time looking, over. so I
2: can tell you they're doing. Um western and eastern caribbeans they're all seven days they're expensive their prices i'll be honest right now and i think it's just because so much press is coming out about the ship they're on par with disney's prices if not a little worse even but i think that might change um because they have utopia coming out that's going to do three and four days out of port canaveral that is an oasis class ship though it's not going to be an icon that comes out this summer and then icon sister comes out with like do you remember next, when, Michelle? Next next year, year. yeah. Yeah, so I, I think as that gets more attention, maybe hopefully the prices will decrease. Because we were looking for like August 2025, so pretty far out. And they were rough. Um, but I think they'll go down. I mean, that's the difference between them and Disney is like you get a travel agent who's going to watch these prices for you and and they'll probably drop. Disney's prices aren't going to drop. Um, so we've been kind of doing that. But it's... It, 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 we were mostly looking at Eastern, but it was St. Thomas, San Juan, and I think the Dominican Republic. So a little bit different than what you typically see in those itineraries. And I don't remember what the Western said. And, and a stop at Coco Cay.
0: Yeah. Those are good itineraries. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I think that does it. Lauren, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you online?
2: Yep, you can email me, uh, lauren at touringandcruises.com. Um, and then I, I'm i on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I just changed my handle. I think it's Shields Travel Adventure. Um, and I do not TikTok. And I'm not really on Twitter, which is now X. So I'm behind.
0: I haven't updated my Twitter. So I'm still on Twitter, not on X. Michelle's on X. I'm on Twitter, just
1: to clarify. Oh.
2: I um, didn't know
1: that, that was possible. Doug, but Oak okay. hasn't done any like phone updates though, so at some point his phone is just not going to work. Alden Details. tried that too, and then Alden got a new phone, and he was so mad because now he has X. Yep. He was holding out. Yeah. Uh, it didn't okay. work.
0: It didn't work. All right. Well, I think that does it uh, for the icon of the seas. Thank you very much, Lauren. Uh, if you want to follow more of Rope Drop on Deck, you can find us online at Rope Drop on Deck on all the things except.
1: No TikTok still. We've been too sick.
0: We didn't even try. Yeah, that's our uh, reason this week. <laughs> um, we'll get to it someday. So for Lauren and Michelle, I'm Doug. This has been another Rope Drop on day.